DJs should be producers and producers should be DJs. Like, I always have that in the pocket just in case. A real brand and name for myself. I done got it out the mud for so many years. I went to a beat battle and I wasn't in it. I was going to see the other producers. That's how entertaining it was at that time. Welcome back to another episode of Producer Grind Podcast. As always, Karen Tanner L with me. What's good, family? How y'all doing today, man? Doing good. We got good special guests in the building. Good. Yeah, special guests in the building, man. An Instagram sensation. This man is a prolific R&B singer and dancer who is open for Meek Mill. He's worked with Drake and Jeremiah, a former Vine superstar with over 350,000 followers on Instagram. Please welcome to the show, Michi So Crazy. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Y'all living here, too. Hey, appreciate you, fam. Sure. Thanks for joining us, bro. How you feeling today, man? I'm good. Excited. Good, man. Man. Staying busy. Staying busy. Staying busy. Yeah. First rapper on the show, right? Hell yeah. Singer. Yeah. Look, 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 look. Oh, but, but nah, these nah, days, I, too, I, I say these days, it's a thin line, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do. I do it all, so it's cool. Just yeah. a little bit of everything. Uh, all right, yeah. so we see that you do do a bit of everything. You sing, you dance. I saw you play ball, too. Yeah, I saw yeah, you yeah. Dunk, dunk over yeah, Ross. Yeah. I had to see yeah. that, you know. You but, uh, Easy work. <laughs> Easy work. <laughs> but uh, Easy for work. people that don't know who you are, how would you describe yourself to them? I feel like I'm the the new genuine Christian Trey in one. Okay. To sum it up, you know, I'm the I'm the next big thing. Watch when I tell I'm telling you that just now. Everybody, the cameras, I see. I'm telling you now. All right, all right. So, um, <laughs> how did you get? Like, you started dancing. How long you been dancing for? Because I saw those moves just ain't learned overnight. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I I I always was a a dancer. As far as like, I always can catch the groove. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But when I joined the group, mm-hmm. uh, for EY back in uh, I think 2013 or 14. That's when we got some real hardcore dance choreography. And that's when they all start coming together. That makes sense. Yeah. And that helped propel your arm. Did you were you always singing at first or did you start nah, off? No, I started dancing? off. I started off as a rapper and rap rap sing a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I always could sing, but I never had the the proper structure to do it. And the right tools like vocal coaching. I didn't even know a lot of that stuff existed. Gotcha. You know, you know what I'm saying? Until I got in the group. And then it was like, okay, now and I'm, I'm we in vocal lessons every day. Dance choreography, media training, we in all of that for like seven, eight months straight before we even got to recording music. You know what I'm saying? We had to get all that straight. So in that midst of time, everything just started coming together like clockwork. And how long was that time period where you where you went from, okay, I got a talent to figuring out, okay, this is a proper coaching, and then you reached a level where y'all dropped uh what was it, scoot over? Scoot over, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, we didn't drop scoot over to maybe uh a year and a half or two years from being in the group because we worked for like a year straight just doing vocal lessons, media training, dance choreography, and in the gym. We had to jail mm-hmm. as a group first, you know what I'm saying, before yeah. we even started recording. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it was a it was a grind. A lot of people don't, you know, nowadays they don't really do artist development no more, you exactly. know, and labels and everywhere. Exactly. But that I think that's the the best thing that came out of that situation. <laughs> that's the best thing that came out of that situation. I had a bunch of artist development, and I seen what the the proper way to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about you know this is happening at a time when dance culture is exploding, especially on mm-hmm. Instagram. So I was wondering if you could talk about that a little bit. Um, I know myself as a cameraman for a while, I was looking for some dancers, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you connect with people in, in terms of getting the product out there, getting you know the moves you guys do on screen? To be honest, I mean, a lot of a lot of the dance community is so huge now, especially when you got all these dancers that start, and especially from here, Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like the the hit them folks, the nay nays, and the whips, and all that type of stuff. Before a lot of that stuff was here, we ain't had no big dance craze stuff since like Soldier Boy. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I think social media, just in general, like Instagram, Vine, Twitter, all that, that played a big part in giving people a, the recognition and the 
the platform to show their talents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But how were you able to, you know, build your social media following and, you know, project yeah, your, your talent? Man, to be completely honest, before it was Vine and all that, it was Twitter. Y'all know it was Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, to be honest, I used to just follow a bunch of women. Like, I mm. used to follow a bunch of women. They used to follow me back. So I ended up getting, like, following, like, maybe 15,000 15, women. I started just doing my own thing, just posting thirst traps and just general mm. stuff about me. And they, they, yeah, and they, they, started, they started liking it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they started liking it. Then Vine came out. I transferred that that following over to Vine. And then and I started doing, like, uh, comedy skits and things like that. I was always, like, at home hosting clubs and getting booked for... Uh, appearances and things like that. So I just was translating everything to the Vine because Vine was, it, it was like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Them six second videos, you can put them up all day and yeah. people were more accepting on Vine, you know, like Revine and stuff. And, and to make everything. your Vine stand out to remember, like you had to be really creative with the six yeah, seconds. People was doing to, crazy yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause it's not a lot of time. So yeah. you got to actually, you, you got to actually produce, <laughs> produce something in that six seconds. Yeah. How you feel since Vine um, shut down? Like, do you feel it's appropriate time for Vine to shut down? I mean, I, I really didn't pay no attention to it because I had already stopped doing Vines and started focusing on my music. Mm-hmm. So it really didn't affect me the same way. But um, for a lot of people, it kind of like put them <clears throat> under the rug. Like you don't hear about them anymore. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Because it was such a such hot, you know what I'm saying? It was so hot. It was hotter than Instagram at one point. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That was a big loss for a lot of people. When he said he said thirst traps, I just picture him like rubbing his hands together. Yeah, for real, for real, though. It really was. It was some real light skin, some real light skin shit. I do, I do, I do want to ask you one question, though. So with you, and this is a big thing with dancers and with teenagers, um, they talk about how even though we're putting up all this content on the Mm -hmm. platform, um, a lot of the people who are the creators don't own the platform, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you're talking about something like when Vine shut down, all them people got put under the rug. What did that kind of show you in terms of, hey, I need to use this social media, but there may be a limit to it? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that, nah, that just showed that just showed everybody like that's not really the real world. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta <clears throat> use that to to build what you really want to do. A lot of people to make the funny videos, they really don't want to make that forever. They want to branch off and make clothes, or branch off and sing, or branch off and, and, and rap and things like that, or produce. But Everything is can be here today and gone tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta mm-hmm. use that for the time being. You that's that's what I did. I, I as soon as I got like a hundred thousand followers on Vine, I was translated to Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Started I got, I got into the group. I started doing music. I just started to move and, and translate all of that to the the group fans and things like that. A lot of people they just was focusing so much on Vine and putting everything on Vine. Mm-hmm. When it shut down, it's like it was a smack in the face. Like. Yo, I ain't even build my Instagram with me. I ain't even I ain't build everything. I just was, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta start all over. Yeah. Nobody know you anymore. You know so you kind of knew your goal and you were just using these things as tools to get yeah, to your I was goal. Just, yep. I was just just using it as it was all hobbies to me. That that, yeah. that was like hobbies. It wasn't my dream or my career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just fun things to do and a good way to get get notoriety around the world. At what point did you realize like, you know, well, I got a I got an actual fan base here? Like what how many followers was it? How many likes? Like what was Man, that? I've, what was that breaking point? The breaking point was going out in the malls around where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? And actually getting recognized for Vines. That's when I was like, oh, all right, this is actually doing something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's when I put more energy into it. And mm-hmm. I realized, okay, now I need to, because I was getting people coming up to me like, I know you from Instagram. Oh, I know you from Vine. Oh, mm-hmm. I know you from Twitter. And that's, that's I was realizing like, oh, it's all three. It's not just that one. You know what I'm saying? So I, I entertain everything. Hell yeah. Now, which yeah. one are you focusing most of your energy on now? Uh... Now I think it's uh, 
Facebook and Instagram. Facebook. I say. And yeah, because, man, Facebook is... A lot of people get notori- notified and, and notoriety from there. I'm trying mm. to tell you. You know, the, the fan base is there. It's just crazy. And it's the older crowd, too. You know I was, I said, people, a lot of people have wrote Facebook off a couple of years ago. But Instagram and Facebook is tied to each other. They're, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah, same, yeah. the same companies, I think. So... It's no way you can really. That's why when you post stuff, it always say you want to link it to like Facebook or something like that. Well, give us give us like you know two two or three tips like you know an artist that you know wants to you know break out and they want to use Facebook as a tool. What would you recommend? I think uh, see me. I'm all in. I'm all for investing in your career. You know you know what I'm saying. A lot of people just think you're gonna uh, everything just gonna get handed to you, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that in the real world. You you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to pay to play. You know, so if you get, if you gotta get a job or save up some, something like that, you gotta pay to play. Nothing out here is free. You know, not even your time. You know what I'm saying? So, no matter what it is, you gotta just invest in your career. And a lot of these pages got a lot of followers, things like that. Don't even a lot of people look at the million the, the pages with a million followers and think, oh, I gotta pay them. You mm. know what I'm saying? It might mm. work with them, but and, and look off the ones with fifty thousand followers, but yeah. getting a lot of engagement and way less cheap. Mm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Less money. They people need to just look and 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 focus themselves on all the little things because when you get the little things, those that's what spread the word. You know what I'm saying? You can mm. go to a little school, you can go to a little school with a thousand people and get all them fans, and then they gonna talk. You know mm. what I'm saying? The, the little girls. You know that's why Snapchat used to be so powerful because you got every girl screen like Snapchat in the song or Snapchat in this, Snapchat in that. Now it's like it's kind of different because no one's really. Is Snapchat dead, bro? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of dead. It's kind of dead now, only because you got Instagram coming up with so much stuff. You know what I'm saying? Instagram. I heard Instagram. Uh, my brand manager was telling me that they was gonna put a an hour long video. You can start doing an hour long yeah. video or well, something like I, that. Well, pi- I think they're piloting it. Piloting it. I follow uh, Fadia Cotter who yeah. does music over IG. And so I think they're about to pilot the long form where you could do like an hour and then ten minutes and experiment. Yeah, well. that's gonna be crazy. Yeah. You're gonna be able to put your whole your whole like blogs and, and your podcast and all that y'all gonna be able to do that they coming at there. YouTube they coming that's, at YouTube I was just about to that's say what, that's YouTube. what my brand manager said he was like uh, he was yeah. like yo well I noticed YouTube, YouTube is also done. converting to like a like a feed format and some like you can go to a feed on, yeah. on YouTube it looks like they're starting to replace more of a where cable TV was yeah. it looks like they're starting to fill that pocket yeah well my problem with YouTube has always been I don't like clicking through to see shit I pull up Instagram. It's right there. You see uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, scroll, yeah, yeah. Scroll, yeah. Scroll. I'm not even scrolling through. Like to, I go to. I gotta go to YouTube. I gotta either know the direct address of where I want to go. Yeah. Or I gotta go and search. Think of what you want to. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I just yeah. want to pull the shit up. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So nah, you were saying real. you were saying so so social media influencers. You definitely believe in social media influencer marketing. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Because a, a lot of these a lot of these kids now are on. They just it's just social media. It's not nothing else. A lot of people they don't even go and buy like hard copy CDs and stuff like that no more. Yeah, definitely. Everything not. is on your phone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's why like what is it, like iPhone 10 now or something like that. Yeah. They keep making all of this new stuff and these new different apps and things like that where it's just eliminating like the real world, the how, how how I call it. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything you can do on your phone. Everything. So, so speaking yeah. of phones, right, with you being able to make so much of your money, your career off your phone, right? Have, have you ever lost your phone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Talk about that, man. When you do so much on your phone and you lose it. It's like it's like you lost your life or something. It's like you everything stops. No matter what you're doing, everything stops and that and everything is dedicated to finding that phone. If not, going to get a new one immediately. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But then it's still not the same because you mad you lost all your goddamn data, all your data and everything. So that feeling is like the worst. I'd rather go through that than I'd rather lose money and all that type of stuff than lose my phone. Like 
Damn. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel there's a um like how important a phone is? Do you feel like any negatives to how important yeah. it is? Like, oh is that, no, that's you, definitely not a good thing that? though. That's, yeah. that's definitely not a yeah. good thing though. I think right now that's that's one of the world's biggest problems. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like me, I got a niece, she's six years old, and <clears throat> she she knows about like when a bunch of stuff happened with me on um uh publicly wise, like with uh China and all of that type of stuff. She knew about every last day. <laughs> Immediately, right? She would come to me and talk about it. I'm like... Is she six? Like, what? Like, she like, meet you little, meet you little, little. I'm like, wow. Like, you yes. know what I'm saying? These kids are on YouTube. They're 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 on YouTube faithfully at a young age. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. And they they watching all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the phone is, to me, is like, it's, it's, it's crazy right now. We ain't have it like that. We was young. We was watching Disney Channel and, and you know what I'm saying? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon and all that shit. <laughs> a lot of stuff ain't, a lot of stuff ain't, people ain't doing that no more for real. Like, like I'm hearing a lot of negative stuff about that, but I think for me, nothing stays the same. So That's we, true too. So, so we, as a society, we have to retrain ourselves. And mm-hmm. that means understanding how we teach kids different. Right. Yeah. And so it's not like it's a bad thing because it's going to be a part of the world. There's so many good things that come at come with it. How do we moderate it? How do we yeah. regulate it? No, it's it? a lot of positive things because a lot of people got found from social media. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You, know you got a, you got a lot of people who now are on the top of their game because of social media going yeah. viral and things like that. But then you got a lot of people that's not talented going viral too. <laughs> mm. So it just work hand in hand, you know? Mm. So how does someone like you find that balance with balancing normal, regular, real world life and then also on social media? Um, My team. Mm. Just keeping me, you know what I'm saying? Like just let me know like if 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 I want the overnight success, I can have it. But if I want to last, then I need to put in the work. You know mm. what I'm saying? And, and slow grind it out. And that's what I'm used to doing because like I said, I've been doing this since like 2013, like uh my music and things like that. And I'm just kind of hitting like the point where I'm trying to what I'm about to break <clears throat> break in and go and go really crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it takes time. You know, a lot of people they want to just blow up on social media. Like I can easily do some crazy stuff and, and with my followers and I can just go viral and, and just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not about that. You know what I'm saying? It's about actually being here and staying here and lasting. You know what I'm saying? So in order to last, do you feel like you have to go and actually make relationships? Like, are you focusing yeah, more yeah, on you the gotta, actual yeah, relationship of, part? When stuff happens to you so fast, you don't know how to react. You yeah. just live in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you work for something, it, that's just like when you got a girlfriend. She give it up to you on the first night. It's gonna. It's not gonna be the same. Yeah. But if you work for it and you get it, it's like, yo, damn. You know what I'm saying? You might want to marry that girl. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it took you a little minute. You had to get to know her. You. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you hit on the first night. It's like that's just that. It's gonna be just that. So if you get your career, everything on the first night, or as soon as you start doing, it, it's like you don't even. You've not even properly prepared for what you're about to embrace. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but if you've been grinding, you've seen the ins and outs. You've been let down. You. You. You've been turned away. All these things, when you get it, you're gonna appreciate it and treat it differently. And you ain't gonna see the splurge and then the 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 disrespecting people and the not caring and all all that crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's a dope analogy though. Yeah, for uh, real. KO marked it down, that's the outtake. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so how long uh, how long two questions? Like how long did it take you to to go from zero to hundred K? Man. Followers. It probably took me like Three months, maybe. Damn, like three, three months. months. Just yeah. starting to not all organic. Yeah, yeah, but but are you talking about just like on, on what platform? Like when you Twitter when you first or started, I when guess. I first started. I mean, when I actually started to actually try and get yeah, the followers, yeah. it probably only took me like yeah, like a month or two to be honest. Damn. Like on Vine, everything happens like really fast because it was so it was so hot and people were 
all for it. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I knew a lot of people and a, a lot of girls. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that's really what helped me a lot was knowing women. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because they would do what I asked. They have a million followers, and I asked them to do something, and they'll do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it would help. It would benefit me. Hell so, yeah. You already got your little beehive. <laughs> and then my, For real, other, right? my other question was, uh, so what are your actual personal, you know, cell phone and social media habits look like? How how often are you scrolling, opening up Instagram and all that? Um, I mean, I used to be on it like faithfully, but after my the last uh situation like with China, I, I seen how it can affect somebody's personal life. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like when when that happened, I probably received the most hate I've ever received in my life. Mm. You know, you know what I'm saying? And looking at it, it can probably drive you nuts. Mm. It can probably drive you crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I gotta get off my phone. Like, like now, that's why I got other people that, that like work so much stuff for me and help me. Because if I'm just sitting there all day, I'll be there all day angry. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what what comes with this is hate. You know what I'm saying? If you're mm. not being hated on, you're not being loved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, because I'm real curious. I wanted to hear from you, like, how did that affect you? Like, especially seeing that on the timeline, like, that can really impact people. So, how did yeah. you balance that? Well, well, I was gonna say, let's, mean, let's 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 give some context. It's something we had planned to talk about later, right? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. something that I don't think everybody knows. And want to kind of preface the audience. You've referenced it twice offhand uh-huh. now, right? Yeah. So, and I can't remember when it happened, but the Black China sex tape, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was something that came out. You know, it was big on social media, yeah. um, and and kind of we've segued into it now and how it's affected your life. So, can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, just even before even before the sex tape, just when it came out with us dating, mm-hmm. it was everything, it kind of seemed like everything that I was doing and what I was working for kind of got like pushed to the side. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, before I met her, I was already in the group. We already toured with, uh, uh, we were young. So we toured with young stars like Jacob Lattimore, um, Diggy Simmons, Trevor Jackson, Anthony Lewis, Miley's mm. Behavior, OMG Girls. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, the um, little young crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we already was on tours, doing things like that. Then we started to get older, start opening up for like August Alcina and and just a bunch of a ton of artists. So I already was putting in all of my legwork. And when I when I went solo, it was my time to just put out and go and, and go and flourish. But as soon as that happened, I met her and that happened. So it's like Everything that I worked for and, and all my work just got pushed to the side because she got such a, a large following. Mm. And that was so huge and messy. People didn't go and look and research really who is this guy. They just looked from what they seen and they just took it and run with it and mm. ran with it. Like it was so many fake stuff. Like I'm 19, uh, uh, I'm a rapper, I'm a, a uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. And everything was just wrong. Yeah. Literally everything was just wrong. And I'm like, just seeing it, it, it'd drive you crazy because you know nothing is true. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like none of this, everything is wrong. And you've seen it on TV, Wendy Williams, real, everywhere. And it's like, yo, you can't run from it. You know what I'm saying? Then your family calling you, your grandma, grandma. Like, I see you on da 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 Why are they talking about you? I'm like, so when you, you just say can't you had, run from when it. When you had to put everything home, you're saying, because when you go to promote, right? If you're going to promote your single, hey, we're here to talk about my single. And yeah, people, no, that's no. The first thing. Yeah, the first thing is her. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it just, and they really didn't do research. They just researched the situation that was at hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of, that put me in a state of mind where I kind of, I kind of went through a little, uh, a little down phase. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been working too hard and I put in too much legwork to, for a woman to just overshadow everything. I've, mm. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, but so how did you feel about it? I mean, because this is a tough situation, right? So you're talking about your personal work, right? Yeah. And then you're talking about somebody you really care about. Yeah. And now you're you having to set yeah. what you work for against this person you care yeah. about, right? That's that's That was the, actually the reason why I branched off from her because 
it was it was a little too much. It was overshadowing everything that I've been working for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I'm glad I had my family beside me because they were re reinforcing it. Like, yo, you ain't even been in the gym this week. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yo, you didn't, you ain't, you ain't, uh, you ain't been home this week, or you ain't record. Did you record this week, or did you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I'm living so much on a high. You know what I'm saying? Off of uh, just bookings and all types of stuff. I'm just like. Damn, like I, I, yeah, I, I need to step back. I need to go. I need to go home. I need to get everything straight and, and focus on what actually was gonna what's gonna get my family out. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. I think by me having my family support was the, the 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 root for me. Do you feel like that cloud is kind of passing now? That whole the whole Black China situation. Do you feel like yeah. that cloud is kind of? I mean, I feel like everything. I feel like with time, everything always go. Everything yeah. passed. You know, every, nothing stays at a at a high for for too long. You know what I'm saying? Especially, Especially nowadays, when, I feel like yeah. things happen and they with social media so quick. and when it, when when the truth comes out and and when people actually get a chance to really learn the truth, is everything always changed. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just like clockwork. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm on the the path that I'm on now. You know what I'm saying? Interviews, things like that. Not. Because at the end of the day, I'm me and China, we're good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, she can call me today. I can call her today. You know what I'm saying? We're good. There's no hard feelings. She's a great person. You know what I'm saying? We never, no crazy hard breakup or hate. No, there's not, nothing like Does that. Does it you know feel like people care more about the bullshit than they did about the music? Oh, for sure. I mean, they can't now, though. After after what I'm doing now and my latest stuff, they, they, they learn it. Well, speaking sure. of which, can you talk about, you just dropped a single? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just dropped a single like that. It's everywhere. It's on Spotify, Amazon, uh, Apple Music, iTunes. It's pretty much everywhere. I dropped a video with it, and we shot the video out in Miami um, with my my two dancers, Joshua and EJ, my uh, videographer. We flew her from DC to Miami as well. She used to do videos for us when we was in the group. When I was in a group, mm-hmm. so it's like we we just growing up together. You, you know what I'm saying? Chastity Corset and my team was there. The whole so crazy, uh, so crazy, so crazy entertainment. Everybody was there, you know, so it was, it was a good, fun time. A lot of beautiful women out there, you know, so, and it's dope. Put it out, probably almost like 30,000 views, maybe a couple of days, you know what I'm saying? And now, if you look in the comments, you would just see everybody's like maybe 300 comments so far. And everybody's like, yo, yo, I, I did not, I, I did not know you was really like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. know you could really dance like this or sing or, or just everything. The whole package is just, is so different. You know what I'm saying? And actually interviewing me, hearing me speak, and actually seeing the things I've been through and everything, I'm like, yo, you you not that you not what I was seeing. I thought you was some young mm-hmm. kid that was just out here reckless. You know you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So now everything is just kind of slowly but surely just translating over. So it looks like everything ended up working out for the better good. For sure. Yeah. Do you feel like definitely is. Go ahead. Now I was gonna say who produced the new song? Uh Troy Taylor. Oh yeah, Troy Taylor. He's from he's from here. He's from here. Uh, no, he's Troy not from Taylor, here, T-T-U? but he was out here. T T U. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm songbook. Yeah. And another guy, uh, um, uh, Spruce helped him. Uh, co co produced it, and then you got Trayvon who wrote it. Trayvon and a guy named Chase. Yeah. So it's a whole a whole team over there with songbook and um Troy. Dope. So in addition to the single, you also have a challenge going on right now. I was wondering yeah. if you could talk about that. Yeah, got a challenge going on. I'm giving away twenty five hundred dollars to. I'm sorry. What? Twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! I might have to bust a dance on twenty five hundred. Nah, yeah, I'm giving twenty five hundred dollars to the the person that can make the best video to the song, you know, and just hashtag meet you so crazy or hashtag like that. And and the challenge, you can do anything. You can make a skit. You can dance to it, sing to it, twerk to it, ladies, twerk to it for sure. <laughs> but however, however you want to do it, you know what I'm saying. Just put it in. Um, 
I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end everything. Maybe uh, maybe maybe Saturday morning. As far as people sending in videos, then I'm gonna post, keep posting everything, and then I'm gonna tally it up to like the top five, and then randomly select one out of that top five. Hashtag like that. L i k e d a t. Yeah. All right. So I, I don't. I want to ask a question about kind of the challenge game, right? Um, you know, we got some homies that are producers that have done some challenges. You know, there's different challenges out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna ask a tough question. Are challenges washed? I mean. To an extent, you know. I mean, I'm, I mean, if you got to just make it interesting, you got to do yeah. things to make it interesting. If you just do a regular challenge with nothing, you know. Nowadays, everybody want to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to get paid. They don't want to just do free stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, you just got to make it interesting because it is oversaturated now. And essentially, you asking people to share their talent. You know what I'm saying? So make it worth At their the end while. Of the day. Yeah. You know, that's why I was telling that's why I posted it was like you can ladies, you can do your makeup to it or cause you know, some people they, they do makeup and when they doing makeup they have music playing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you can you can pretty much do anything. You can sing, sing the song or however you however you wanna do it, just just do it. For someone that wants to promote and start their own challenge, like what would you recommend for them or what tips would you give them to make a challenge stand out and then to be successful and beneficial for the other person that's participating in it? Um just just make the challenge something that's realistic. You know what I'm saying? And 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 just make it to the point where, like you said, somebody else can benefit off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like showing their talent, you know, and not just focus solely on you. You know, sometimes people do challenges, challenges, and the only person benefiting is the person that they're doing it for. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? So if you you got you got to make it so everybody can win. You know what I'm saying? You can show your talent. That's why the way I'm doing. You can show your talent. You can do whatever you want. And you can possibly win twenty five hundred dollars too. So, mm. And you and I'm posting everybody on my social media, so over uh, three hundred eighty thousand followers will see you. You know, you know what I'm saying. So regardless, you it's no losing in it because you're going to get posted. People are going to see you. You're going to get followers. If nothing, you know mm. what I'm saying. Yeah. Are you? Is your are your challenges a part of your elevator pitch? Here's what I mean. I got homies that do it, and when I say you know what are you? What do you do? And they say I'm this, I'm that, and I established this challenge. And I'm I'm just I'm just feeling like if you gotta tell me in your intro or your pitch that you did mm-hmm. the challenge, that can't be good if that's all you know for. Like I'm looking yeah. at you like, oh, you got a whole bang of shit going. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So it's not just this challenge. But I'm I'm just kind of wondering like Yeah, you know, I don't think you can do a challenge unless you have your you, everything everything you doing in order. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah, just do a challenge you and think that's gonna established. be established. Yeah, yeah. No, you can't do a challenge and think the challenge is gonna be the reason why you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I don't I don't think that's the right way to do it. Right. Right. I wouldn't do it that way. That's just one little part of the market. Yeah, that's just yeah, that's just another uh promotional tool, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you, you know, link up producers and what do you typically look for, you know, in beats? Um typically I mean a lot of producers they uh, hit me up, you know, because of my following and things like that and they see that I do music. But um or I would DM, you know what I'm saying, DM certain producers that I want to work with, you know. Like I met um Troy Taylor by uh one of his writers named Trayvon. He had seen me on social media, and he thought I was dope. So he would, he told uh, Troy about me, mm-hmm. and then me and Troy got the same birthday, June twelfth. So kind of yeah, yeah, Gemini. So it, we we kind of connected, and so he reached out, and then um, I came out here, and that that's how that connected. So sometimes it's sometimes it's it's not always what you know, it's who you know too. You know what I'm saying? And people that follow you, I get I get calls from all different type of people in all different type of places. Like I didn't know uh, Trayvon at the time from a can of paint. You know what I'm saying? But he thought I was dope. And he knew uh, a producer who's done everything for Trey Songs. He's sweet lady with Tyrese. You know what I'm saying? He's This is a guy that's very credited in the industry. So 
that was pretty dope. How'd you link up with, with Zaytoven? Because that's what you guys had that track. Yeah, Scoot yeah, yeah. Over. We had this, yeah, Scoot Over, yeah. Um, to be completely honest, we came out here. We came out here um, Luda weekend. And, you know, Luda be having the, uh, the basketball game and all the celebrity yeah, games. Oh, yeah. oh, at, yeah. the, at the celebrity games, Zaytoven was there. And and the group we came out here and we was here mm. and we just you know went up to him like yo we trying to do some stuff like and he was like yo come come to the come to the stew mm. we can, and it just happened just organically he just yeah. he just messed with us from the rip did we so, ask you where you was from I'm not sure but I'm from DC DC okay <laughs> yeah, and, I, and DC. I was trying I didn't know because I was trying to figure it out. Um, I could hear a little bit of accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Northeast DC. Yeah, you was just one head ass away from me guessing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so how'd you end up opening for Meek Mill? Uh, it was at Lincoln University. I was solo when I opened up for Meek. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was before I even met the group and everything. Like I said, I had already uh, a following and all that stuff before I did that. So um, people would call me. Like uh, for homecomings and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. yo, can you come up here? Uh, we we doing this. Can you come open up? And you know what I'm saying. So I ended up opening up for Mika at Lincoln University, and that was actually the first. That was the first time I um, actually like I had sex with one of my fans, which was lit. <laughs> oh, it was the first time I first time girls were really adoring me. You know what I'm saying? Like I performed out there, and I did, I didn't even know I was gonna get them as much love as I did, and I got so much love, and the girls was going crazy. Mm. And I end up sleeping with one of them. So that's a dope experience for me. Do you think that's because, um, you think Slip. being out there with Meek Mill and that name like Meek helped mm-hmm. out? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. See, a, a, lot of people, 100%. a lot of people make that statement. I'd be like, you cocky asshole. But when you say it, you just sound like a motherfucker that loves life. Yeah, for real. That really, it's, it was a dope experience. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot, it doesn't happen to a lot of people. And for me, the experience of me just getting on the stage and performing in front of all them people was already enough. And for them to actually go crazy, I didn't even know how to react. So, mm. I mean, now it's like, I mean, I don't go fucking fans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that was like one of my first biggest shows. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, yeah, I'm living in the moment. It was it was great. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was vibing. Yeah, it was. It was and you still lit, you still have that, that um, you've continued that relationship with all of MMG and with Meek and all his team? Uh, I don't really have a personal relationship with me. I mean, we've been in the same room plenty of times, mm-hmm. share the same stage, things like that, always in the same room and facility. But um, we don't have a personal relationship. Okay. Like, I don't actually know know me. More more so Wale. Wale, I, that's like the bro. You know what I'm saying? We got a record together as well when yeah, I was in the yeah. group. You know what I'm saying? And he's from the hometown. So we work out at the same gym. We play ball together, you know, the whole nine yards. So mm-hmm. more so him. And then Rick. Rick is just a genuine guy. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So... Uh, like I like I know you mentioned I, when I dunked over Rick Ross. Yeah, that was that, that was on Venice Beach, Venice Beach in LA, uh, BT weekend. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he was just he bet me five hundred dollars. Well, I bet him five hundred dollars that he wouldn't make the jumper because he was missing first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then when I bet he made the damn shot. So now I'm like, now I'm like, no, you gotta bet it back. He like, <laughs> I right, bet. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna shoot. I'm like, I bet I dunk over you. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? And he was like. Hell no, I bet. You know, yeah. like he looking like, nah, it ain't no way you about to do that. I had on champion shoes that I had just bought because I wasn't going, I wasn't going outside. I wasn't going to the course or nothing like that. So I went to Payless and just got some champion shoes. <laughs> go out there. Yeah, for real. Just got some quick shoes I'ma throw away today. Went and got those. So my feet was hot. You know, you can feel the ground in them. So the black top I ain't screaming. Yeah, yeah, for real. So he like, nigga, you're not about to do that right now. Man. Easy peasy. Yeah, I'm done. So yeah, you, went, done. you went and bought Payless shoes to win $500 off Rick Ross real quick? Yeah, to win I, well, I broke back. even. I yeah, I broke even. Yeah, yeah, back. I broke even. Oh, that's yeah, a, sure. That's bucket it, that, shit that, right when there. I did that, when I did that, it was everywhere. It was a shade room, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's shit, whatever. That was crazy. 
All right, Michi, it's time for Overrated, Underrated on the Producer Brand Podcast. We present you with five topics. You simply tell us whether you think those are overrated or underrated. And mm-hmm. if we feel it uh, merits further discussion, we'll just ask you to explain. All right. Michi, so crazy, you are on Overrated, Underrated, a special edition, The History of Challenges. Michi, Overrated, Underrated, The Harlem Shake. Overrated. <laughs> why you think? Why you think it's overrated? I love the Harlem Shake. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's dope, but I just don't want to see it right now. It's so many, it's so much other stuff going on. It's like True. I don't, I don't. True, it's still going it's, on. People still doing. Yeah. It. Nah, oh, okay. nah, nah. <laughs> Not really. I mean, you got some people doing it, like like uh like uh my boy Justin, Justin Combs. Like they always do it. Like when songs come on, they they start killing it. Mm. Harlem Shake was wild. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Uh, okay, no, 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 no. Justin Combs. Like, yeah. Diddy son? Yeah, yeah. That's your boy? Yeah, yeah. This nigga right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, overrated. And by the way, I think they showed uh, when when LeBron hit that game winner, they kept, people were posting the Cavs, Harlem Shake, LeBron held the crown. He was doing oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that, yeah. All right, we're overrated, underrated with Michi So Crazy. Overrated, underrated, the mannequin challenge. Yeah, that's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> that time is overrated. Overrated, underrated. But it was lit when it happened because I, I did the same thing. I, I used to throw parties and make everybody listen. Stop. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? I used to do the same thing. Oh, yeah, quick cap. It was over everybody. I did that shit. Too. Yeah, but I did it too. Yeah, but I, did it too. So, I got a real good question real quick. So it seems like, you know, you you engage and you know the culture, right? You just, you know, you go to BET weekend and all the different stuff and yeah. other things. You do the challenges. How important is that, you know, to be engaged in the culture? Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like you got to. You got to. Now, nowadays, if you're not doing everything or in the people's eye all day, you gonna get lost in the sauce. It's not how like like I was just we were just uh, talking about this in another interview. Uh, me and Troy, like how back in the day it wasn't really no really social media. Mm-hmm. So like say for instance Michael Jackson would come out with an album and then everyone is waiting till that next album come out. No one is caring about what you're doing on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or where you're going or what you're eating or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They waiting for the next album to drop or the mm-hmm. next song. They living on that one album, playing it over and over. Nowadays you got people. You drop an album, we want to know what's next. Where you going with the tour? With it, where's where's yeah. what's next? Where you about to go mm-hmm, with yep. the store? You know what I'm saying? And you got to keep dropping music because if not, everyone's dropping music every day. You know what I'm saying? So many artists is so oversaturated now. You gotta you gotta stay in the eye. You gotta do stuff. That's why you see a lot of artists they they posting people now for 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 dancing to their music and doing all that stuff because that's what's in now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You gotta stay in the eye. You gotta you gotta stay in the people's vision. <clears throat> Overrated, underrated on the Producer Grind podcast with Michi So Crazy. Overrated, underrated, the Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah, that was overrated. I did it too, though. Oh, you savage. Yeah, I did it too, though. Why, but why were they too, doing though. it, Michi? I, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, all right. Was it because of the, 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 um... It was the ALS. The ALS oh, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. 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 I was talking I, to LA. I was like, if he says overrated, I'm like, shh. <laughs> I was like, shoot, I don't know. I mean, not the reason why. No. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> just the fact that y'all just because when I did it, I didn't know my boy put ice in the damn water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I did it. What that was one time, one and done for me. But he illustrates the point, though, right? So it was this great thing to make true, money for true. ALS. Yeah. But here it is, a couple of years later, we yeah, don't even yeah, remember you, why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people yeah. were doing it, and yeah. I don't even think at some point I don't even think people were raising money. They were just getting on camera. Yeah, they were just doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They were just doing it. Didn't even care about the. The, the actual challenge. The like, now, everybody it. doing it. I'll, let me do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Michi So Crazy. Overrated, underrated. 30-day blap challenge. 
I don't even know what that is. We thought we <laughs> thought we might have to end up explaining that to you, but we we also wanted to bring it up uh, for our producer audience too. Um, Ilmai, um, he was doing a thing called Thirty Eight Black Challenge back in the fall, and I think he's doing it again. But it's about perfecting your craft, right? So you make a beat a day, you mm-hmm. post it on all your media platforms, and respond to every comment. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you a better producer because people are going to be giving you feedback, and you're practicing every yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? So that's well, that's definitely underrated. That's something that, that I feel like. Everybody, we need more stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could be, I mean, that could be a dope thing for dance too. Yeah, yeah. Like, just imagine like you're a dance influencer, right? Influencer, right? So if your fans, thousands of your fans start posting these dance videos, 30 mm-hmm. day dance challenge or whatever, like yeah, we yeah. get flooded with dope dance videos. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And that's one of those things where you're not just telling people to do stuff. That's yeah, influencing yeah, yeah. culture. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. And any challenge that that is for is positivity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's always dope. That's a good one, L. And oh, lastly, one I didn't know about. Oh, yeah. Overrated, underrated. The cinnamon challenge. That is over. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. I didn't even do that one. Because I've seen people damn near dying. Like, oh, yeah, it was, yeah, I'm not uh, doing that. It was a gallon way. of milk. You ever heard about that one, too? Yeah, that's you can't, They say you can't drink a gallon of milk in an hour. That's that's. No, do you, no, you want to know what's really overrated? The one where everybody's laying back and then the water, and they spit the water out. And it's like. What? What Y'all never that? seen that? What's it's a challenge to people like they put in their mouth with water, they land back and then spit the water out and it's like they drown and they like, like I see people just be getting bored. I was like, wow. special shout bored. outs to the stupidity of America because, you know, when we were doing that list, we had to go through a couple. So it's like, okay, the Tide yeah, Pod oh, no, challenge. It gets worse. It's a bunch of dumb Oh, the Tide Pod. That's the crazy I ain't never heard of the Tide Pod. That's the craziest one. Right? Oh, yeah. People's eating Tide Pods. Eating Tide Pods. I seen somebody you, bad have, one. Have you... Bro, they have to lock the. T- I have seen that. I <laughs> they did one that? about yes. They did one about the Cali Jenner lips too. Where everybody was making their lips oh, big, yeah, like yeah. popping oh, their lips yeah. out and stuff. That's crazy. And and then, that stuff is put crazy. Put them in a coffin too. Put them in a coffin is a classic though. That's, that's a classic. That, that was dope. I, I, I did that. I did that one too. I <laughs> that's a classic. You ever seen the one where they um get in the shower and they pour that was it nail polish remover all over themselves and light themselves on fire? See, all that is just craziness, right? That's just action to, to die. Like, well, action <laughs> for something bad much. to happen. Crazy. That's too much. Yeah. Some of these challenges are very overrated, just too much. Like, just really wanting attention and not the best attention. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to do nothing like that. That's crazy. You think all attention is good attention? Nah. nah. Shit, he lived, through, he lived through that shit. True. No. I mean, true. you always hear no publicity is bad publicity. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's that's definitely true. But- when it comes to the challenge, that's that, that type of stuff. Nah, that, that ain't. That ain't, ain't nah, that ain't. Especially nah. no eating no type and shit. Yeah, all that's that crazy. Is like, who would even think it? I never even. That's wild. That's wild. It's crazy. So, that's, um, so for up and coming artists, you know, someone that might only have a few thousand followers, what are some do's and don'ts? You know, uh, building your social media. Uh, I just feel like they need to. Some do's is invest in themselves. You know what I'm saying? Invest in themselves. Uh, figure figure out their own niche. To gaining followers. What are some of those investments, though? Like um, influence marketing, what a. Uh, I say, get I, for one investing in yourself as far as your 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 craft. Like, pay for vocal lessons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pay for dance choreography. Pay for these certain things. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people they just want to just get on social media and then just go. You know what I'm saying? But they don't want to take the time to invest to get actually get better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Like I said, when me me coming into the the group, we had no choice to do it. You know mm. what I'm saying? So that's why I'm a firm believer of doing it. You know what I'm saying? So and everything costs money. I, I do have a question because the thought just crossed my mind. Right, with the average rapper, they probably record a lot, 
before they even ever perform. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it sounds like, I mean, literally you see, dropped a single, but you've been performing for years now. Yeah. See, see, rappers, a lot of rappers don't do, they don't practice on stage. You know what I'm saying? That's just facts. That's why you see a lot of rappers, you go out and they just standing still or walking back and forth or just like, it's like if you didn't like their songs, you would not, this like would be a total, a total abomination. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Like some, some, then you got some artists who's actually up there. Going here, going to this side, they jumping, they they throwing water, they jumping in the crowd, they they actually performing. They it's like an experience. You're there, and you're like, yo, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Then you got some just up there with a cup, just like it's a whole you know, talent within like, itself. Yeah, it's, it's, a whole it's, it's yeah. I feel like every even even rappers need to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Now you got certain rappers that's in vocal lessons and things like that too. They do that same stuff. Well, because like they, they sing long, She do vocal lessons. <laughs> uh, Fetty Wap vocal lessons. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people do that. Drake, everybody, a lot of a lot of rappers now just doing that because everything is getting melodic now, you know? Oh, yeah. What performers do you look at and draw inspiration from and maybe emulate? Um, Michael, Usher, Jason Drulo, Chris Brown, Genuine. Who's been the biggest influence on you as a dancer? Uh, Michael and Chris. Can you moonwalk? Yeah. You like, you could pop lock and all of that? Yeah. We might have to get a little clip of him dancing down there <laughs> yeah, in the world, right? right? Yeah. I, I, can, I can tell, like, I can go in. So sure. when it comes to IG, do you take pay for promo? Uh, yeah, for sure. I definitely do. That's how I was making my money when I was in the group, getting paid for promo, things mm-hmm. like that, getting paid to wear people's clothes, getting paid to post ads and things like that. Because we wasn't making money in the group, so. What's a typical, hey man, I want Michi to, you know, promote me. How what's the best way to come at him? Um, I mean, a lot of people try to go in your DM, but I say the email, just you know what I'm saying, do it the professional way. Hit up just, this guy right here. Yeah. Just email, yeah, just click the email, <clears throat> click the email in my bio. Cause I, I don't really check, it's too many DMs, I don't really check it. And if I do, it may just be a click and it'll just be left on scene because yeah. there's so many, I don't, you know what I'm saying, so. So what about, um, like what, how do you how do you decipher like, you know, cause obviously you don't want to do too much promo and turn your fan base off. Yeah, yeah. How do you, you know, balance that? Yeah, I mean, see, see now, I like right now and I put a single out, things like that, so I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying, I just think it's, it's a time for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't promote your music if I'm promoting my music right now. You know what I'm saying? Or if I, I can't promote your clothes if I got my own so crazy stuff now. You know what I'm saying? So certain things I don't do anymore. So. All right. Well, this is a good segue into the next segment. We have the Um Factor, which is a segment where we have our guests talk about a certain topic that we give you for 30 seconds without pausing, saying ah or uh. Are you ready? I already know I'm mess up on that. <laughs> All right, you got the timer ready? I got the timer ready. So for 30 seconds, we want you to describe the craziest things that you've seen people do for clout on Instagram. And that includes stuff you've seen in your DMs as well. You got it? Yeah. All right, L, whenever you're ready. Meet you so crazy. Are you ready? I'm ready. Set. Go. I seen people get naked. I seen people set themselves on fire. I seen people jump in bushes. I seen people send videos of stripping. Seconds. I seen people... Smoking the craziest blunts. I seen people. You yeah. <laughs> made it. What? 19 Dang. seconds. 19 seconds. 19 seconds. Sucks. Not I bad. gotta think about everything. Hey, man, that unfactor is not easy. We be having people come up on here looking at it, making it look easy, bro. It's sick with man, it. Sick with it. We killed it. Sick with it was Damn. good. Plug was good. Just, it's, 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 it is a bunch of shit, though. 
Any one story in particular that just stands out? Yeah, so it, like like I was going to say, uh, <laughs> I did my first show when I was in a group, and this she had to be in like the ninth grade, and this girl we taking pictures, and keep in mind when you are taking pictures, I'm looking forward. You know, when you a lot of times like when paparazzi you're taking pictures in more than one camera, they tell you just look straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, you're gonna get caught looking crazy, or they tell you don't don't talk. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I learned that too. Don't talk when people are taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? Just everything straight or just smile. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm not even paying attention to this girl. You know what I'm saying? She's whispering in my ear, yo, we're going we gonna to have three children. We're going to get married. You're going to have my kids. It's, we're going to have a boy. It's going to be Brandon, Jasmine, and Kiara. I'm like... I'm, nobody else hearing this. I looked, over, I, looked, I, looked over to the, to, I looked over to the other group. I'm like... I'm like, yo, I wait till I tell you this, bro. And shit, I'm like, she's tripping. So the I'm R&B like, just bring the crazy right up out of me immediately. No, yeah, some, yeah, it'd it be crazy. It'd be crazy. It'd get dangerous. Yeah, and it get dangerous for real. These fans don't be knowing that they sometimes be hurting us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one time, I, oh man, do you my, keep security with you? Member, yeah, for sure. Got to, got to, got to, man, because it get a little, it get a little crazy. Sometimes you don't see them coming. <laughs> no, for real. Sometimes like you'll walk in the mall and they'll just run up on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you won't hear them. It's like you don't even hear them or nothing. They just just come. You'll be in the store. They just run up on you. Like, Ninja for real. Fans. Yeah, you got nah, the Call of Duty perks. Yeah, nah, for real. I remember, I remember one of my, one of uh, the group members had like a, a, a curly bush and performing uh, out here. I think it was uh, um, Macon, Georgia. It was at a, um, a skating ring. It was a little stage. He went to grab. The girl grabbed his hair and pulled him in, in the thing. We was like, oh, we stopped before. We like, oh, we like grabbing him. That was like. Y'all need to keep that was it. That was it for us. We like, we, like, yo, we like, yo, we can't put our hands out. Like, we start taking off all our jewelry, like, before we perform yeah, and certain yeah. stuff because you can't do that. Like, sometimes they don't, they be so excited to see you. They don't know, yo, you just hit me in my mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, you just scratched the shit out of me. Yo, you know what I'm saying? They don't really be thinking about that. So. You can't be mean. You can't be mean like and you just gonna like crazy and crush somebody's then, dreams. Then they post that like, yo, he was so he was arrogant. He was so cocky. Or he was that. So it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? They come jump on you and wrap their legs around you, and you like, yo, you a kid? Like you gotta. Oh, good is, lord! You know what I'm saying? The R and B struggles, bro. You think rap beef is a problem, man? <laughs> these females is a different <laughs> little, level, These little man. teenage girls be done tore your whole shit up, man. Yeah, and so watch if I, I'm a, I, I gotta come back here a year from now, and I bet it's gonna be another crazy one worse than that. Man, gonna have scars, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, like, it's gonna like, be a story, pretty crazy. How how does a typical after show look? I mean, it depends if we on the road. If we on the road. I mean, we we've had girls follow the uh, cause I we used to talk, we used to use a van with our faces on it, so you can't fucking. <laughs> I don't know what genius idea when I think about it now. Like I was smart, that's to do. You know what I'm saying? We would get calls like uh, from our driver, like, man, I just got stopped by like ten girls. Ain't no y'all not even in the car, man. Like, I can't even, I'm trying to get out of here. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they wouldn't even know, but they just see that. But I mean, sometimes after the shows, like they would literally follow the van. You know what I'm saying? Wild. They literally follow the van. That's Sometimes wild. we have to stop and just go eat, thinking it's sweet. 
They would still follow one time we get to the hotel and they getting out running towards us. We're like, yo. <laughs> We're like, yo, like. Gotta have a but decoy it's no way, it's, it's no, it's no way you can get away from it when your face is on the van. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of people you see there, a lot of artists that pull up in a black truck or yeah. something like yeah. that because you don't know who being a president being Like you know the presidential type you situation. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Got like but, taking different routes, yeah, all kinds we, of we stuff. We was flashy though. We wanted everybody to see us and know who we were. So. It was different on that during during that little phase, but now I'm not. I wouldn't do that at all. I sit in the back seat anyway. Now, <laughs> so what's next for you in 2018? You say you got a lot of big plans coming up. Yeah, man, that's a lot of music. Uh, yeah, the single, the single like that, man, just dropped. It's my first really uh, big official single. Yeah. Um, with me actually showing who I really am as an artist. You know what I'm saying? With my dancing, my singing, and the acting as well. Got a video for it. One. Yeah, the video. video was out as well. Released both of them at the same time, so. Everybody can, you know, tune into that. They go can just type in out. like that on uh, YouTube. You can go to Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music, everywhere. Type in like that or type in my name, Michi So Crazy. It'll pop up. Where can we catch a performance coming up? Uh, I'm trying to. We're trying to lock in the BT experience right now. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I got to go out there um, next Thursday, I believe, for the BT Awards. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully that pull up. But you definitely going to see me on the red carpet and, you know, everything for that. Most deaf, most deaf. Yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Where can we find and you on social media? And we're trying to media? work on the, what is it, July 10th here, down here? What's the name of the place? Atlanta Live on the Park. Atlanta Live on the Park. I think mm. we'll be doing something there July 10th here. Definitely let us know, man. Yeah. We'll come out and check that out. Most definitely yeah, sure. show love. But, yeah. Hey, drop them social media tags real quick. Oh, yeah. Instagram. I mean, you can just visit, really just visit my website, www.mejisocrazy.com. It'll link you to my Instagram, my Snapchat, my Twitter, my uh, YouTube. It's Michi with one E. Yeah, Michi yeah. with one E. Yeah, yeah let me Michi. spell it. M-E-C-H-I-E-S-O-C-R-A-Z-Y. A lot of people always be putting M-E-E. That's what Michi. I put when I was I mean, like, up. if you say that's, that's Michi. Like, that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, you're extending that shit. Like, but see, I know my, Big one, my, one of my boys that we call him, yeah. um, his name is Demetrius. We call him Big Meech. He's yeah, like yeah. Rick Ross, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ways to spell it, so. Yeah. But that's what's up, man. Looks like another successful podcast. Hell yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah, for Ladies, sure. stay away from the meat thirst traps, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I be going nuts. Wow. Well, definitely. We appreciate <laughs> you having me on the nah, podcast, thanks man. for having me, bro. Appreciate you, brother. Nope. You know what I'm saying? It was a good experience. Always. You know? Yes, good sir. topics, you know. And we'll oh, catch yeah. you in a year. See what yeah, kind of stories sure, you yeah. got. It's gonna be some crazy, way crazy stories. I probably have some kids by then. It's like, do we might have something you don't know about right now? No, I know for real though. That's. Best facts, hundred percent. I think Miami. It's like it's fucking. Bro, this been a thorough interview, and I right. realized women are your kryptonite. Yeah, for real. He was telling me that too. Like, this. stop. Did we ask you yeah. uh, different questions than other interviewers? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of, a lot of people be asking me. First of all, they always ask me, "Am I single?" Yeah, that's one question. That's one. That's one. Say that again. The people that take doing the interview. Yeah, they be like, "Yo, you single?" Y'all ain't asked me that one. Yeah. Yes, because your girl be done killed somebody. <laughs> nah, I ain't got no goddamn on girl. Yeah. Because if, if you I'm single, then the frame. <laughs> I don't really know if any of us really care to ask that. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the lady. You single, yeah. man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah. But I just feel like we're going to have like a new female fan base now. Nah, for sure. All <laughs> right. That's something that my fans, they always be asking me that shit too. Because I don't never say nothing. I don't never say it on, on, like, on my live or on anywhere. I don't never announce, like, yo. I ain't got no broad. You know what I'm saying? So. Hell yeah. Appreciate you pulling up, man. Just mess with them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we Same. out. Another dope episode of Produce Crime Podcast. Signing out. Peace. Yeah. yeah.